1: Okay.
2: Well,
1: welcome
0: to Done Being Single.
1: <laughs> the show must go Gosh. on.
0: And we have a special guest, John yes. Gray. Yes.
1: Just John, in time, just in time.
0: Thank you for joining right? us again.
1: Thank you, John. I, for I'm so happy back. to be with you. I didn't even uh, read your bio. Again.
2: Do you want me to yeah. read your bio? I wrote Men Are From Mars, Women are From Venus. Most people know me. That's good enough. We're doing a short interview. Thirty minutes. Thank um, you.
1: Okay. All right. Thanks. Here goes. He your needs bio. no introduction. <laughs> your bio just went.
0: So <laughs> there so, you go. So John, how are you doing during this period that we are all affected by?
2: Well, I take a few minutes every day to feel empathy and compassion for the fear and the and the loss that people are going through. Uh, recently, a year and a half ago, my, my wife died of cancer. So sorry. So. Um, I've been grieving for a year and a half, and I'm sort of on the other side of it, where I can look at the pictures of her and see everything in her clothes. I haven't gotten rid of anything. I love her so dearly. There's a um, affirmation I have to have, which is I can I can still love her and be happy, because often the brain gets into this thought, which is that if I'm happy, it means I don't love her. And I can feel compassion for all the people. You understand that point? Did you get that? Very yes. heavy, yes. See, the way the brain works is when I lost my wife, I was devastated because I love her so deeply. She's so important to me. So the brain goes, I suffer and I, and I cry and I feel lonely because I love her so much. So if suddenly I start to feel happy and fulfilled, which is our nature as human beings, is to be happy and fulfilled. Then the brain says, no, no, you shouldn't be happy. You shouldn't be smiling. Uh, you should be unhappy. It's like a lot of people today are suffering terribly, and I'm very happy. You asked me how I'm doing. I'm just being honest. I feel like I'm on a vacation. You know, I have a nice house. I, financially, I'm okay. You know, I have a nice big savings account and whatever. The government's doing some nice stuff for us. Uh, I'm keeping all my employees on. I'm paying my housekeeper. Nobody's coming to my house. It's a bit of a mess, but uh, I'm uh, learning how to keep the house without a house cleaner. It's kind of fun. Uh, so, so, uh, so are we. I, that's where I am.
0: Okay. Well, we're so sorry to hear about your wife. Uh, and,
2: Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're experiencing
0: similar things Anything here next. with,
2: with yeah. Trevor's Loss, losses. And, and I said that as well, because people who actually have someone either due to the virus or it's going on, we have to realize that there's moments to feel our grief and then there's moments to be, feel gratitude. And we feel the pain in our heart That pain needs to be healed, and we feel the pain by feeling our sadness, our anger, our fears, our guilt. That was a big one for me with my wife. I felt like I should be able to save her. You feel the painful emotions and name them, then the brain can say, okay, I'm going to let that go and feel positive again. So, and the way you get back to positive is you give yourself time to look at the glass half empty, then automatically you see that the glass is also half full, and that's the gratitude and the blessing that she was in my life and I'm so grateful for that. And I, I tear up just thinking about how much so she, sorry. she gave to me. You know, my, my books are like so, so important to me. I could have never written those books without her. She taught me so much about women and how to have a better relationship. Her love made me a better man. All of that, you know. So my whole life is, you know, I teach Mars, Venus all the time. I'm helping people's lives, changing the world. She's still with me every day. And I love her so dearly. But at the same time, you know, I don't feel pain anymore. I tears come up and everything, but I've healed that to a great extent. Not fully. It will take time. You know, but it doesn't mean I can't be happy and fulfilled in my life and find love again. So that's, that's important. Okay, so now we get back to COVID. If people are going through losses of people, what they need to understand is the importance when there's a death, when there's a big loss, is expressing emotion, naming the emotions and moving through them. Uh, that's that's one key thing and the other side of it is we're going to talk a little bit about relationships because we don't have 30 minutes The big challenge for people is in China for example where people they've gone through this to a great extent everybody was completely in their houses right married couples you can't go out of your house you're stuck there with each other which we think would be also romantic actually now when people are out there's more people filing for divorce than ever before Okay, they had so much tension and so much unhappiness being together all the time that now they want divorce. And to me, that is the result of not understanding gender differences, that men and women are different. What women need under times of stress is connection. That means more time to express how they feel. And men have a need for distance and separation. Why is that? because when you disconnect and you're alone, you feel I have to do it myself, it increases the hormone testosterone. Men thrive on testosterone. Men need 10 times more than women to 30 times more than women in order to manage stress. When a man's testosterone levels go low, he is stressed. So we wanna focus on things during this time that can build a man's testosterone so his heart can be open. Now, generally speaking, if I have a job If I can go outside my house, or now I get to do from my computer, where I make a difference, I solve problems, then, and I get rewarded for that, that bumps up my testosterone. But a lot of men, their work involves being out there, and they're not out there doing. And so they're like a man out of work, which is the most stressful thing for men, which is not feeling productive and serving a purpose so that he can provide safety and love and support for the people he loves. Now, that's one so that's, you see, if, because I have a successful career, that helped my marriage a lot because I wasn't dependent so much on my wife's happiness to feel that I'm successful. See, men need that outside support. Then when you're happy, then you really can be in a relationship with a woman because when she's happy, you feel happier. And when she's not happy, then you still can be happy. You don't depend on her. You can't blame her for your unhappiness. Likewise for women. Women, basically, they have a greater need for connection. So men have to separate to feel good, builds up the testosterone, then they want to connect. Connection stimulates estrogen. Now, estrogen, women need 10 times more estrogen. There'll be more detailed, progesterone and oxytocin, but we'll simplify it. 10 times more female hormones than men in order to experience well-being and an open heart. If a woman's female hormones go down, She can't experience an open heart. What she experiences is a fight-or-flight reaction. And this is what's happening right now is when we go through pain, fight-or-flight, what happens is blood flow stops to the adult side, which says, okay, everything's okay, everything's going to be all right, everything's fine, and it goes into an emergency mode inside the brain. And particularly for women, it's eight times greater. Okay, let me just say that again. We can measure under... Moderate stress, you know, life is changing. we got to cope with all this. Women have eight times more blood flow and double the triple or four times higher levels of cortisol, which means she has to do something to lower her stress and feel her heart open again. Because when her heart is closed, what happens is called a bias towards negativity, a bias towards danger, a bias towards everything that's not working. In a sense, the inability to see the glasses half full. Her brain literally goes to the half Glass is half empty. Now, what a man does, what a man does immediately says, but it's not half empty. Look at the bright side. Look at the good side. And that just creates, I'm not being understood. You're trying to push me somewhere else. Now, imagine this, men. If a woman's trying to push you to change, you're going to resist that. If you push a woman to change her emotions and feelings, she's going to resist that. And the problem becomes worse. It becomes a loop. It goes to no, and then you do it, and she goes, oh, no, and that's more of a panic. I can't express myself. So that's part of the problem. Solution. Now, we want to get to the solution. When you're confined to a house, okay, then what has to happen is she needs her connection. He needs his separation. So if I'm getting my separation and we're living in the house, she's going to feel like she's being ignored. She's going to feel unimportant. She's going to feel like you don't recognize, respect me at all. I was like, I'm not important to you. And you see, as a writer, I used to write in the house. And my wife would complain. She'd feel so ignored and, and not included because she'd be in the house doing stuff and come up and talk to me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and just me even working on the computer while she was there, it just feels like I'm unavailable. Unavailable was the key word. Then what happened is I started, I created another office where I could write. Then when I'm away at the office, she doesn't feel ignored. She doesn't feel I'm unavailable. She already goes, oh, he's in the office. That's why he's not attending to me, looking at me, interacting with me. So she needs, basically, when you're in her presence, she needs a dose of she is number one. Now, what does that dose look like? Now, this is where I went into a from Mars, but I didn't have the hormone understanding. That came later and beyond Mars and Venus. The hormone understanding is men need the testosterone, women need the estrogen. Certain types of behavior stimulate estrogen. That's what women need most. Certain types of behavior from your partner stimulates testosterone, that's what men need most. So what is it that women need most to to build up the estrogen, balance the hormones so her stress levels go down, then her brain can see the good, okay? That's how she goes to feeling the good. Talking about emotions, talking about emotions if somebody's listening to you empathizing with you will actually raise estrogen if you talk about your emotions and somebody kind of goes well what's the point and what are you doing we can't keep talking about it then she doesn't feel heard and her stress levels go up even more because she starts future pacing oh i can't talk to him i have to keep it inside it builds up the stress more but the problem is that men don't have the training to do this and remember Women have never depended on men for everything. See, our whole brain is wired up. Women have other women who immediately get it. They get it right away. That's why today we have this business called therapy, which is where women can go talk to somebody whose job is to go, yes, tell me more. Help me understand that better. What else? Tell me more. That's what those three phrases are the magic phrases that made me famous. (laughs) Women came to be out of the court because I learned Just listen, don't interrupt. Don't try to solve the problem. Don't get them to the point. Yes, yes. And the man's fear is it's gonna go on forever. No, if you don't interrupt and if you're not rushing her, then she will relax. Same thing in the bedroom. If you're like in a hurry to get to the point, then she's gonna have no arousal at all. You've got, the more you slow down as a man, the more she'll speed up to get to the point. Okay, and you got the point. So she's gonna want that point. (laughs) So it's slowing down doing the opposite of what you would instinctively do. So here, you know, all my books talk about the importance of listening or whatever, but you got to magnify that because if you're home, you're the only one who can listen to her. So what do you do? And you need to be away from her. This is too much time together. This is too much time together. That lowers his testosterone. So you might go, well, what do you mean? Men don't want to be close. Of course I want to be close, but I need a lot of testosterone. When? For man compared to a woman. It's normal for a man. When I do something all by myself, not depending on someone else, okay? Not depending on their love, not depending I'm gonna do it because I'm good at it. That creates testosterone. When I'm doing things for my wife, I'm doing it because I wanna get her love, I wanna care for her, whatever. I do that because my testosterone is high and as I show love for her, my estrogen levels start to rise. Love is estrogen. So now I wanna get closer to feel my estrogen because it feels so good. But then too much connection, the estrogen goes way up. It pushes my testosterone down. How do I find well-being? I just got to get away. I, everything she says, I'm annoyed by it. I'm irritated. I can't do it. I can't do it because he's not getting his basic need met. She, on the other hand, not getting her need met. That would normally be fulfilled by having a life many hours a day that's not dependent on him to be happy. So we're looking to each other for too much that we can't give each other. So, what can we do? This is like amazing technique to do, and you can do it later, even after the COVID thing. It's called Genie in the Bottle. Okay, what is Genie in the Bottle? Is, who is a genie, by the way? Genie comes out of the bottle. He's like Superman, right? He can do anything. So, man, you're the genie. That's going to build your test. I'm, a, I'm the genie. We're going to play Genie in the Bottle for two hours. Now, this could be done every night. It could be done every other night, every third night, depending upon how powerful you are as a man. You'll get better at it as you practice it. So what does the genie do? He comes out of the bottle for two hours and he says to his wife, he's better than the genie who gives three wishes for two hours. I'm your genie. I'm your servant. I will do whatever you bid me to do during these three hours or these two hours. Now, this is very important. You, You can't like make big business decisions during this time. This is actually having a servant around you. You can't say, you know, oh, Jeannie in the bottle, I want you to uh, go and uh, uh, tomorrow I want you to go clean the garden, uh, the garage. That's tomorrow. It has to be right now. It has to be something she asked for right now and you do it. Oh, Jeannie in the bottle, I want you to listen to me and not say anything for 10 minutes. And then we would take a break. And then, because I know as a man, you can only handle 10 minutes. It's kind of like sex. Most men, the most they can do for intercourse is 10 minutes. So listening, it's 10 minutes. Now, if you can listen longer, you can be a stud and go for an hour. But most men can't. So let's just keep that in mind. It takes training to learn to do this. And she also, when she feels so much love afterwards, it trains you that, oh, if I do things for her, it makes me feel more power. You're a Superman genie, but she has to practice. This isn't just men uh, doing things for women. This is men doing lots of little things for men, for women. See, men think, oh, I'm doing the big stuff. Why do I do the little stuff? Little stuff doesn't pay. We have to recondition our brain. If we want our wives to be happy, we need to do a little stuff, little stuff. And if she also has to learn, you're going to do nothing. You stand there as the genie waiting for her to do so, ask you to do something. So you might stand by the dishwasher to empty it, but you don't do it. She has to say, oh, honey, would you empty the dishwasher? And then you say, it's my pleasure. I enjoy making you happy. It's my joy to see a smile on your face. Let me do that again. What else would you like? You stand there, and what else would you like? And she might say, oh, you just go take some time for yourself. I'm going to go do something. I'll call you when I need you. So she feels this freedom to ask for what she wants because when you're, Mr. when you're, like, confined, your testosterone is going to go low unless you're feeling successful in doing things, so she has to ask. Most women have a resistance to asking. They feel, oh, you should do, and already you're being punished because you didn't do it. Here, his job is to do nothing until you ask, and then he does a specific job, and then you ask for another and another. It's so much fun. You can even ask her to feed you. You can ask him to massage you. You can ask him to run a bath for you. <clears throat> you can ask him to, to hold your feet. Whatever you want, I, you just this is what I want you to do. And then you can ask him to undress you even. This is a wonderful thing. Another thing that sounds really corny, ask him to brush your hair. It's actually proven that when you, when you brush a woman's hair or touch her head softly, what happens? Oxytocin gets produced. Which will increase her estrogen. That's it. Just stroking the hair like a pet, your pet, and then you could actually (laughs) she could actually give you a name if you want. Oh, my name is Pet. (laughs) You're my pet, but you could also be my powerful genie. Whatever it is, you for two hours are her servant. You'll love it because everything you do is easy to do. You get an immediate response from her, and then what happens is she gets a massive dose of the three most important vitamins that produce feminine energy. And that is, you are caring, you are safe, you are understanding, you listen to her, you do what she wants, and the key word there is respect. You see, when somebody asks you to do something, you go, yes, sir, right away, what are you doing? You're respecting, and that's what women need so much. Otherwise, they feel ignored and not respected, and that produces estrogen. And what men need most, I'll be with her, need most is her response not for her to do things for him her response which is to appreciate him to not try to change him because see when you make a request you're not asking someone to change you're letting them know what you need so they now choose on their own they're not being controlled he has set the parameter you let me know i'll give you two hours i'm the genie in the bottle for you and she will then not feel so needy for that attention and that affection now that's one game to play another is to recognize He needs his alone time at other times. No complaining of him, and you won't need to complain because you know you're going to get what you want later. He needs to maybe play video games at this time, he needs to play chess, or he needs to watch the news sometime, not too much all the time, it's not a good thing, but he needs to distract from his problems, be alone, and so she will feel ignored unless she understands that's his need, unless her needs aren't being met by the genie in the bottle, but also never depending on everything from your spouse. FaceTime. Talk to other women. Yes. Share your <clears throat> emotions with other women. Share your feelings. Share your complaints so you're not complaining about him. If your mind is focusing on him, your estrogen's too low. You need to talk to somebody else about it. You'll feel heard. Yeah. You'll listen to them and they'll feel better. But the key to it is what I've seen is Jeannie in the bottle actually gives her so much of what she's missing that that neediness becomes less and less and less.
0: Thank you, And uh, wow. That was uh, um, a
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. So,
0: wait a second. I love this Rub genie nine, in the bottle. Eight. Two hours. That's a bargain considering I'm giving her 12 hours of servants, it seems.
2: But the difference is each time. See, when you said 12 hours, just to be straightforward, it's kind of like, oh my God, I'm doing so much. Okay. There's that sense of, oh, I'm doing so much, which women pick up like radar and they start feeling like oh you don't you don't really want to do it for me there's a resistance to it but if you set the limit of 2 hours you can i can do this i mean i'm a superman i can Absolutely. do this and you welcome it and you relish her with oh it's my pleasure to do this i enjoy doing it you're playing a game okay it's a game where she goes yes you're my good pet oh yes you can do this for me enjoying her dominance over you in a sense in this relational way where she feels that nothing she asks for will be rejected.
1: Yes, okay, so just today, I, I'm having a particularly difficult day. Let me just back up by saying, I've, I've made a couple observations during this quarantine. Number one, that the difference is, because Robbie and I are wired so differently to begin with, the differences have become that much more apparent and heightened. So, for example, I am an over-worrier. I mean, I have like OCD-level worry. That's always. Robbie, God God bless him, doesn't have a care in the world.
2: So Mars Venus right there.
1: So, and we've had some issues with this because I do tend to go to worst-case scenario. I do tend to be a little glass half-empty at times um, and a little, you know, go to the dark side. And my light here, he brings me back. So this has been a real test for us at times because what I need isn't necessarily what he needs, but he's been great. And just this morning he said, because I told him, you know, oh, the other observation is that whatever grief and and depression or anxiety you were already feeling, this has just triggered it.
2: So in my case...
1: In my case, I come into this coronavirus thing with a very full plate of grief and uh, emotional load with my parents who've been sick and dad died. And mom is very, very ill right now. So Robbie, he very astutely said to me, you know what, time out, take a break, rest, take whatever time you need, do a spa day. Lay down, take naps, take two naps. I'll draw Breathe, your bath, meditate. Massage. He did exactly what I needed, and he just held my hand, which I remember the last time you were on, you gave me permission just to say, Shut up and hold my hand because
2: that's right.
1: My husband here, God bless him, again is a very solutions oriented guy. And he wants to get right to the to the solution. Let's fix the problem. Sometimes All I need is just to be held or listened to and nod and just nod your head. And I don't want solutions. That's it. That's all I want. But today he really gave me a few that were outstanding and I'm going to take them up on it. But I will say this has triggered some serious heartache for me. And I can't see my mom because they're on lockdown. So you can't visit hospitals. Yeah,
0: that's the worst of it, I think. That's the
2: worst
1: And thing. I just We feel bad for her
0: because she can't see us. She doesn't I, know what's going on. I
1: mean, the poor thing. I just, the pain and suffering. I can't, it really got to me this morning. And I'm assuming this is, it's pushing a bunch of uh, buttons in other people, too, that are already suffering.
2: Okay, so we just discussed we just discussed this relationship dynamic that can help. But now you're talking about deep issues coming up okay so the deep issues coming up and i promise you genie nabada will help a lot because you will feel all the attentions on you and you will have permission to ask what you want because sometimes you may feel most women do like i'm asking too much you're not asking too much second thing is to realize men are going to need that alone time otherwise they will feel irritable and it's just to give him that permission no that's important to him and it's not personal not to take it personally. And then you go to your deeper issues of feeling such deep, deep compassion for your mother and the loss of your father. These trigger deep childhood feelings, okay? Every yes. child has yes. issues where's, where's mom, yes. I wanna be home, I can't be home, I don't know where they are, where I'm gonna get help. And, and what, what we know in therapy is that if you're feeling something in present time and it's intense, then it's a sign that Present time is only a piece of it, and more of the problem or more of the issue is something coming up from the past. As you wisely said, this is triggering wounds from the childhood that are coming up. So when you talk to him, you can say, if you say, this is triggering something from my childhood, and I'm feeling this and this and this, and I wanna go back in time, this is like self-therapy basically, this reminds me of when I was a little girl and this is what I felt and take the same feelings you have now and put them in the context of you know i felt something like this in the past and if you talk about it as if it happened in the past you're free from it and the problem in the present becomes much much less because you realize it's only a piece of it and you deal with this is what i felt when i was in childhood it also makes it easier for a man to listen because he knows it's not about him this is your father your mother the trauma the kids at school this is stuff that happened when i was a kid So if you can just say, you know, I'm going through so much stuff, it's triggering feelings. And this is similar to how I felt when I was a kid. And I like to talk for 10 minutes about how I felt when I was a kid. And I think it would be really wonderful if you can do this thing. I'm going to just talk around 10 minutes. I don't want you to say anything, really. I just want to feel free to explore. And we'll take a break. We'll take a break. And then do some things for me, okay? Get him doing stuff for you. Let's take a break and and then we'll come back to it. It's like, it's an overload. For men, it's very hard to go beyond 10 minutes unless they feel it's not them. If it's not them you're talking about, and occasionally you say to him, this is what Bonnie would say to me, she'd say, uh, I know this seems like a long time, but it's really helping me. And I appreciate that you're listening. That little extra uh, acknowledgement can go a long way because what bumps a man's testosterone up is feeling I'm doing something, I'm helping you. even when I would take time in the cave, uh, pull away, when I come back, you know what she'd say? She'd say, thank you for taking your cave time to open your heart again. I feel so safe knowing that no matter what I say or do, if it upsets you, you'll just go take your cave time. I don't feel responsible to make you love me. And I also feel that there's if I, if I do things that are annoying and upsetting to you, you'll go to your cave, but you always come back with more love. And more love, and I look at, well, what more love did I do? I'd always come back with, Uh, more affection. i touch her. I'd help her doing something. It's just creating an aura of safety around her. And that's what you're talking about right now. It's just triggered all these worries. And another thing to just do what you already know to do, but I'll say for other people, is when you need to talk, is to say, now, shut up. (laughs) You don't have to say it that way, but you can. Uh, But you could just say, look, I just need to talk for a while. Please, don't interrupt, don't say anything. I'm not looking for a solution, I'm looking for connection. And you do such a good job at it. And I want to do it with you because I love you so much. I want to, I want you to come inside of me and know me. And it, and then if it goes beyond a few minutes, then say, this isn't really helping, I it, it feels good to me. I know it may not feel like we're doing anything. <laughs> I know this may be a little frustrating to you, but it helps me so much. I feel connected, I need that, you're doing that for me. And that will help make it easier for him to listen, uh, gives you permission to go more deeply inside without feeling you're a burden.
1: Those are, they're great. Those are incredible tips and good stuff for, I think there's, there's something this for families too, because families are sequestered together. So they all have to find they all don't get along ways to communicate, to interact, and also to set boundaries too. All, right? Because...
2: Everybody's oh, well, like well, all, the key Dead. thing for children, when children are confined at home, really need to do the homeschooling, really need to get them working on their tasks, really need to make sure that somebody is occasionally looking at what a good job they're doing and they're learning, asking the questions, what they're learning. Uh, when, you, when you're in the process of learning, actually it puts you in present time and everything's okay. It's when we're not learning, we're passively enjoying. That's where our problems, too much of passively enjoying, keeps us out of that focus state on something inside That's that, that I'm learning, I'm growing, and children really need to either, up, up to about 10 years old, have to have family games where there's rules and everybody can win and lose. There's real winning and losers. Not everybody wins. It's games where you have rules, and the rules, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and when one child wins, you don't make a big deal out of it. You, oh, you won that one. Teaching them that, yeah, we always have winners and losers part of life, and trying to find games that more people can win at is good. You know, maybe one child's good at this, one's good at that, giving them little challenges. Boys, we're going to need a lot more physical activity, a lot of physical activity. You know, okay, we're in the house. Now I'm going to start timing you. How fast can you run from this direction back there? Now let's see how long you can do and do it three times, you know, and now let's go into the kitchen. We're going to See how fast we can all wash the dishes together and then clap you know it's (laughs) (laughs) it's literally giving people challenges boys particularly need to be physically active where they can say afterwards they can use their muscles that's very important you know for women it's talking is a primary way to lower adrenaline for men using muscles lowers adrenaline literally your muscle you have more muscle mass it will absorb the adrenaline So men need to work out. I mean, today I was in my house. I was doing all this workout stuff more than ever. Very good. Because I'm not having my other things to stimulate my testosterone.
0: So John, talk about-
1: Give me 20 push-ups. Okay. Then you can ask me. Uh Uh, So
0: I will. Talk about singles because uh, we've been talking about couples and relationships. Uh, When you're a single and there's so many out there that are alone right now and-
2: Okay. First, the challenges, then the solution. When men are in their house and they're not working, that's deadly because they don't have their testosterone production. They're at risk of addiction, okay? Addiction would mean you have to go to something that will stimulate high dopamine levels that will temporarily pump up your testosterone, but then you will crash. So that's one, one key is you do need distraction. So some watching the news, some watching sports, although there's no sports now, but, but some watching action movies, you empathize with the characters, so you're going to be producing some testosterone this is a really good time to, to, to practice your physical building up your body, physical exercises, but to do it, you need motivation. So get on that computer or the TV and have someone, a coach, you know, there's all these exercise routines. So watch those exercise routines. And when you have resistance, here's the rule. Okay. We never, when we're in stress, we never do the things we need to do. We have resistance to it. Okay. That's why you're stressed. You're resisting doing the right things. So what you do is you have the five-minute rule. The five-minute rule is anything you resist doing, try it for five minutes. That's all. Because if you do it for five minutes, just overcoming your resistance to doing something is a big testosterone producer. So men, okay. you know, your yes. tendency is going to be to go into passiveness and passiveness. Anytime you feel resistance to something, do it more. So I'm looking around my house. I'm seeing clutter. And I go, I don't want to do that so if i want to pump my testosterone i do the difficult do the difficult and you will pump your testosterone up so this is a great time to declutter it's a time to solve problems in your house to fix things Uh, and for women it's a great time to shop okay so this is like really key things is when women shop you've got amazon is still delivering stuff it doesn't have to be expensive stuff buy little things now why this seems so superficial It's that when women focus on buying, they're focusing on, what do I have? What do I have? What do I have? That's why women like to go in the malls. Sometimes they don't even have to buy. They can just look and say, oh, I would look good in that, but I don't really like that. Just focusing on things that they can have. And so Amazon's like a paradise for them, but it's still not real shopping, okay? It's digital. Just like for men and sex, digital sex has a whole different biological response than actually having sex with someone. So you're alone, you're not having sex. Don't look at pornography, please. It only creates tension in your body. You can live without sex for a while if you're busy doing other things. And that's really important. Now, women on the other hand, they need that physical touch. That's that's why this is harder for women than it is for men. Unless you can get on FaceTime with a girlfriend and be vulnerable. Because when you're vulnerable, you are being touched. But there's that sense that i'm seen i'm heard i'm touched baths i'm doing two baths a day uh i mean hey why not me- i just meditate in the bathroom a bathtub it's a nice thing so for women baths are really good listening to music is good yes. singing you know there's sing-alongs <clears throat> that people are doing online if you have a karaoke app sing along when you sing the music it will increase your estrogen levels learning something new is challenging for males, so that's good education. I'm actually taking an online course in something right now in brain science. So if I'm learning something, even though I'm not doing something for the world, I'm learning something to make my skills better. So learning is very, very important as opposed to just passively enjoying. Passively enjoying men is, a, is an illusion of testosterone production, but actually it produces estrogen when you're having too much fun mm. or when you're resting too much. But for women, relaxation should be the major estrogen stimulator. Doing what you enjoy, doing what you like, doing. So now you have to find things you enjoy doing around your house, and that you know the singing, the dancing. This is another fun thing you can do with your uh, with your genie. Is you can say, okay, I want you to put on this music, and I want you to dance with me. Uh, so then you ask to dance, and you do the dancing. Dancing when the man is the lead is a major estrogen producer for women. Another observation
1: that I've noticed is that this is uh, triggering a lot of control issues. It's pushing a lot of um, control and you know lack of or loss of control buttons. That's and that I find and I find, based on what you're saying, is that by staying busy, by keeping busy, and staying productive and constructive, that tends to take the edge off of the feelings of I'm out of control, I'm out of control, I've, I can't control anything
2: so let me let me address that in a slightly different way okay yes we feel out of control and one of women's compensations for feeling lack of respect in their life okay is is i feel out of control i have no meaning i have no power so i need to do things okay now doing things you can wear yourself out doing things always when i see women are unhappy they say oh i have so much to do i have to do that phrase, I have to do, is a testosterone producer. Okay, just to know that. See, singing is not so much I have to do, it's I enjoy doing. What I have to do is a different kind of busyness. And it's a symptom of I'm not feeling in control. Mm-hmm. That's why Genie in the Bottle is so amazing, because for two hours, you get to be totally in control. You feel I am in control. You feel I have the power. I have my servant here. My genie will do anything for me. This is like an amazing experience. All I can do is say, describe the experience of women who've had that control, which is, it's not like you want to control all the time, but if you're missing it, it's like, if I'm hungry, I just need to eat food. I don't need to keep eating food all day long, Mm -hmm. but I, I just need to satisfy that need. And we all have a need to feel in control of our lives. And the way we feel in control in a relationship is to feel that we're being respected. And men get the respect from women until we don't. But generally speaking, women don't get the attention that the female side of them needs, which is to feel someone is caring, understanding, and doing things for me. And I feel safe so I can reveal who I am and I can ask for help if I need it. Many women don't even give themselves permission to say, I need help, because that's seen as weakness as opposed to the female side of me needs help. The male side of me says, I'm here to help. Now, I have both male and female sides. We all do. But when you're unhappy as a woman, generally, you need to come back over here to the female side and ask for help and get it. It's not just ask for help. It's ask for help and get it. That's why you have two hours of asking for little things, things he can do right then and there in front of you and are, are for you so you can relax. I mean, imagine you're, you're laying down on the couch. Maybe you're watching TV or reading a book, and you say, honey, please make me a cup of tea, and he's going to come over and do that. And then you say, you know, I think I could like watch TV. Would you hand me the remote control? <laughs> I mean, go for the gusto here. Would you wash the dishes? Would you clean out that cabinet? I haven't washed those. But there's dust there. Would you dust here? Would you vacuum the floor? All these little things that busy your brain get him doing for yes, you, yes. and that tendency of yeah. I have to keep doing to avoid what I feel, uh, that will go away. I think we're the we're already. Thing.
1: I think we're we're on it we've, we've, we, yeah, we're, we're a good partnership here because, uh, you are, you're Mars uh, and Venus
2: totally. I, and
1: I'm, I'm super Martian too. I'm, I'm real alpha female. So there have been times where we're trying to figure out the balance, the, the balance of power and, yeah. uh, and being, so we're already on in the, in the exercise. Well, of let, this. let
2: me tell you why you have this issue of worrying too much. You're too much in your alpha. That's you yes. You're worrying is something to get you back to your female side. Worrying, is a less effective but effective way to produce estrogen. The problem is you're having to suffer all the time of what you're anticipating as opposed to feeling your emotions, which could be more positive emotions of trusting and accepting and yes. appreciating. Oh,
1: I'd like to it, add to that trusting, accepting, and appreciating. I'd like to add surrendering. Uh, not totally, for everyone. Thank you. Surrender is a powerful skill to have. And it must be practiced. And it is not easy. And as a by the way, the irony is, I'm a personal fitness trainer amongst the other things I do. So I'm all about strength. I'm all about building strength. I'm all about effort. Yes, effort, effort. And the and surrender is the natural enemy of all that. It's like what? So how do you what I have found that surrendering is hard. It takes more strength to let go than That's it is courage. than it is to hold on and bear down. It's just yeah. it's but if you can
2: do it, fantastic. It's great. Okay, I, I wanna you're surrendering. I totally love surrendering. When I say that it's politically incorrect though. People get mad at me. But you're right, it's that yielding it's like when you're dancing. It's so enjoyable. If you're a woman and you have a man who knows how to dance so you can surrender to his leading you, let him lead you. It doesn't mean all, everything in life you're doing it, but you have to have these moments where, okay, I just surrender. And I really related to this. I never related to it totally until I have a friend who drives really fast and, and then he drives, so I drive fast, so I feel comfortable fast, but he drives really fast. And I say okay, he doesn't have any accidents on his record. So I just have to practice trusting, practice trusting. (laughs) And that's just surrender, let it go. And so uh, Nora can easily see what men do when he's so positive. Actually, what he's doing is just letting it go. Hey, it's okay. It's a surrender. Very easy for men to go to our female side and go, hey, no problem. No big deal. Let life flow. But hard for women. Like you're saying, this is the biggest challenge for women is to be feminine. And the biggest challenge for men is to be masculine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget, um, I have an, an acupuncturist who is now retired, but he's probably 200 years old and, and Chinese. And I know I've s- I've brought this up before. I'm not going to do the accent, although I'd like to do his accent. No. I'm not going to. But uh, we would talk about all kinds of things when I would go in there, and, and a lot about Eastern um, f- philosophy and astrology. So yes. we would talk about, uh, which I'm a student of. So yes. I'm a rabbit. My mother was
2: an astrologer. Okay.
1: So I'm a rabbit in the Chinese astrology. I'm a rabbit. Yes, I knew I liked you.
0: And I'm a rooster.
1: And Robbie's a rooster. He's our opposite. So there's already there's a lot of things to work out because he's so he's different. He's just a different kind of guy. And so Dr. Wing, I'd come in, he'd say how is rooster. That's what he'd call him. How is rooster? And I'd that say be his
2: pet name. Hey, yeah, right. It and is. so yeah, yeah. I'd
1: say I'd say Rooster's good, but today we got into a fight because because Rooster has a way of doing things his way and, and also because we got together later in life. So, you know, there's that to contend with too. There's yes, that yes. challenge is that and this is our first marriage. I mean there's a whole bunch of
0: And hopefully last.
1: And you know, so there's a lot of adjustment. So I said, well, yeah, Rooster and I got into a fight because, uh, you know, Rooster has his way of doing things and he's 50 something and, you know, he's been living alone and I've been living alone and, and his way is the high or the highway. And so he'd say to me, let the
2: man be the man. Yes, yes. He's the hero. A rooster really let needs to cock man and crow. Let the man be the man.
1: And I'd say, Look. God, that's so easy.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Easy to hear. Difficult to practice.
2: True. Well, uh, it's easy for women to let the man be the man when they feel she's safe. Is That that whole worry thing is on your male side, I have to do something, I have to do something about it. And finding that place where you do have control, which is, in this situation, genie in the bottle. I tell you, it's going to change your life because you're letting him be your genie. And ultimately, you see, when I say he's your servant, men kind of go, well, I, I'm a big, powerful guy. No. This is what all masculinity is about. We give our lives without complaining. We're soldiers. We do the construction work. It's dangerous. We do the dirty jobs because I'm okay doing them as long as somebody says, hey, what a great job you did. And he's a rooster. He really needs the cock and crow. Look what I did. So three phrases for a rooster, but for any man is what a good idea. That made sense. Oh, you're right. Whenever you say that to a guy, it just (laughs) He just turns red. Oh, you go, oh God! I'm a rooster. It's okay, that easy. I've never heard those. Now ex- you tell I've me. I've never heard
0: those comments. <laughs> uh, I'm not a cock and crow kind of a rooster, though. I'm not that. Oh,
2: I've seen it in you a little bit.
0: A little. I'm not. I'm not really a flag waver for myself in any way. I, I really. No, he's
1: humble. He's
2: a humble. I.
0: I, I, I don't. He's I, a humble I don't cock. Respond to that. <laughs> oh,
1: but let he's me a, just a big humble cock.
2: Let me just say, I see it. Is what I've heard over and over is I do that. I do that. I do that. There's a need to acknowledge that you're successful and you do it in a humble way. And you know what? Really men who feel that they're a success, they have that self-esteem, do it in a humble way. They don't have to cock and crow. But you've given me the message over and over, I do that and I do that. And she's careful to say, yes, he does that. And that's what you need is we, we need to feel. And the words are really good. Whenever a man says anything and you think it's right, women go, well, why do I say it? Because men need to hear, I love hearing it. Good idea. That's so helpful. The smile. Oh, thank you. Oh, that makes such a difference. That sweetness of femininity builds a man up so he can do more. Okay. John, thank you. Oh, such this
1: a pleasure. Is so wonderful. And, and thank you for. At the top of the show, sharing your feelings yeah, again, about our your wife, it brought tears to my nice. eyes and I already had tears in my eyes. So um, thank you for that. I, I feel... Yeah.
0: yeah, we hope you're healing. Well,
2: you know, you've had some losses and I felt yeah. I needed to share my losses. It's so important that when we lose someone that we're able to connect with somebody who's also going through that. And because people didn't hear that, I'll just mention what you're referring to. My wife died a year and a half ago of ovarian cancer and it was a long journey and it was very sad. And I've been spending this last year and a half healing that. And we talked about how feeling the pain and then feeling the gratitude, the gratitude helps bring us back to feeling freedom from the pain until we feel better and healed.
1: Thank you. Thank Personally.
2: Thank you. Yes. That's helped me a lot. Thank you. 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 Lovely. Uh,
0: John, how can people find you? I know. you.
2: Oh, well uh, you can find me at marsvenus.com. You can do John Gray, Mars, Venus. There's also another very popular Mars, John Gray now. So Uh-oh. you have to say John Gray, Mars, Venus. You'll find me online. I've got a website, lots of wonderful blogs, lots of free courses for you. Lots of good information. Okay, great. All right,
0: excellent. And you can find us at dunbeingsingle.com And you can send us emails at treva and robbie at com. And
1: you can follow us at donebeingsingle on social media.
0: Yes, you can.
2: Right. Being single. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, we were.
0: Yeah, John, thank you. Have a wonderful rest of the day here and uh, good luck during this uh, period of time that we're all going through.
2: You know, well, let me say something about done being single since it's your theme. When you've been single so long, you tend to appreciate having a partner more. That's the benefit of it. And, or if you've been divorced a few times, you kind of go, okay, let me get wise here because I don't want to be alone. So done being single. And my in that context, my definition of love is back from the Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, which is Love the One You're With. And I actually feel that that is one of the definitions of love, which is wanting what you have. Hmm. People who are happiest want what they have. No need to look elsewhere. You've got it. And just keep wanting that and doing the things so that you continue to want. And to that, you have to get your needs met. Oh, sweet kiss.
0: Kisses to you, John. Thank you. Thank kiss you, you too. You so but- much. Really love you. And uh, thank you so much. And I think this is going to be very helpful for people. Thank so, you. Thanks
2: for having All me right. on. Thank you. Everybody,
1: everybody have a great week. Stay safe and be well and and uh, keep loving the one you're with. Right. Yeah. Love it. Right? All
0: right. Yeah. Bye, everybody. I'm Shadow Stevens with my friends, Trevor and Robbie. See you next week on Done Being Single.